Welcome to the Ken Hill Podcast. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate the people that have written in, uh, people that have donated all. Thank you very much. And also a big thank you to the people behind the scenes. Um, So for the people, regular listeners that are listening to this, uh, behind the scenes, there's a lot that goes on with um, the people that help me uh, critique these, uh, tell me whether I'm full of shit or not, uh, or basically tell me if I can do a better job um, to help you, uh, the people that listen, uh, as well as my editor. Can't do this uh, without them. And uh, since they are absolutely positively not paid, uh, wait a minute, am I supposed to get paid for this? Uh, It's all very much much a thank you. So thanks thanks to everybody on that. So this this podcast actually came to me um, not that long ago, wasn't uh, buried on my to-do list. And as I wrote it down, and I kind of read between the lines um, on this one, and it's one that, quite honestly, I, um, I, yeah, I overlooked. Um, this is an extremely simple topic, um, but it's a very overlooked topic and one that, as a writer, you need to understand, and one as uh, an instructor, you really need to understand. And it's one that, that I think, is, as instruction goes, we, we've not done a good job of talking about or, or getting our student to understand it as well. So uh, I'm super glad. Thank you, uh, thank you EM, for, uh, for bringing this up. And I'm going to try to make this one very simple. And so, yeah, you guys actually might get a short podcast uh, on this one uh, where I don't sit here and blab forever. So how do I know if I need breaks for a corner? What a great, what, I mean, so easy. It's so easy. But I mean, it, it's, it's such, when you look at it, it's such a big deal because typically what we do is we, we, we blanket this for, um, for, for a lot of different corners, for one skill set, one speed set. Dude, what do you mean you're using brakes there? I never use brakes there. And then you go, oh, wait a minute, he's on a 400 and I'm on a thousand. Oh, okay, that doesn't work. Or, or I don't use brake, or, or I do use brakes there. I absolutely have to use brakes there. Okay, now this guy is on a thousand and the other person's on whatever, an SV, something along those lines. So we need some standards of, that tell us if we're doing this right or doing this right or wrong. So the first thing is, let's not get into the comparisons. Let's take your riding, your individual skill set, your individual bike speed, and let's take that into consideration as well as, as, well as the thing I'll talk about first here, um, the, sort of our, the, our fundamentals of understanding what brakes are all about and when you apply them and how long you apply them. So that's the first thing. Let's take that into consideration. Instructors, take this into consideration with your student. A lot of times we don't feel comfortable using the brakes um, for a specific situation, or we're overusing the brakes for a specific situation because we don't know how to use the brakes properly. And I think there might be one or two podcasts uh, on this topic that you probably refer back to uh, on this. So let's start. Let's start with our our, our back to um, back to the, the fundamentals of understanding what the brakes are about. First, first thing: brakes, speed control. Right, you got to slow down. Brakes straight up and down. Let's think of them as speed control. As you turn into the corner with the brakes, you're using them for your direction control. Your bike will turn in less time and distance. Turn in less time and distance using the brakes. So there, got that going. Okay, so great. 
when should I apply the brakes? You should apply the brakes when you're scared. In other words, you should apply the brakes when your comfort level is exceeded. You're coming up to a situation you're not sure about and you're not sure if your bike's and your bike and your pace are going to make it. So you go, whoa, I have to slow down. Great. That's it. Super easy. Apply your brakes when you're scared, right? Apply your brakes when your comfort level is exceeded. You use them until you get the speed and direction you want. Not speed and direction that somebody doing 15 seconds a lot faster is. Not somebody else that's ridden that road 150 times and you never have, right? You use the brakes till you get the speed and direction you want for your situation. Done. Over with. Let's not, we don't need to beat it up more than that. I think it's also worth mentioning. So this goes back to what's the fastest way around the racetrack. Fastest way around the racetrack is the rider that has the, the, the most positive acceleration the longest. Done, right? The most overall speed. The guy that's at the wide open throttle the longest. So being able to use our brakes as efficiently as we can to make that happen is what we're, is what we're looking for. So we got that out of the way. We got that explained. And I think it's, it, it's absolutely worth bringing that up for this topic. When we look at how do I know if I have to ever use brakes for a corner, it's honestly pretty darn simple. And there's a few report cards to make this, to make this, to get this figured out. And then we're going to go into some few examples with this, but again, I'm not going to beat this one up. And the bottom line is there's very few report cards that we need for this. One, are you on your apex? So if you're on your apex, typically that means you've controlled your entry speed properly. You've added lean angle to the slow point and you've taken away lean angle to the slow point. And when I say on your apexes, it's your entry apex and your exit apex, okay? So super important about that. Those are, the, those, are the, those are the standards that we're going to look at for this. I'm gonna use an example here of, I go into a corner, let's say it's a fairly open radius corner. So let's say it's a 60 or 70 degree corner. It's more of a kink, kink than anything. And you're on a Ninja 400 and I'm gonna make it up. It's, a, it's an 80 mile an hour corner. So you go through there on a Ninja 400, 80 miles an hour. So you go through there 80 miles an hour you're on your apex, right? You're on your entry apex. You get to your exit apex appropriately. And I'll explain that. You've added lean angle to the slow point. You've taken away lean angle to the slow point and you get out to your exit apex by taking away lean angle. You're good. It's it, done. That's simple, right? You're on your apex. Those are the standards that we're looking at. That's it. You're good. Now you're on a BMW 1000. You're coming into this 80 mile an hour corner. Right, so we have to remember, the Ninja 400 came into this corner at about 80 miles an hour. It goes through the corner at about 80 miles an hour, 80 whatever, but it's relatively the same speed. But now you're in a BMW and you approach the corner at 110 miles an hour, right? But it's only an 80 mile an hour corner. So you gotta slow down. So you're gonna have to use some brakes. And if, if the BMW rider goes through there is not on their apex, they've added lean angle at the, the wrong time, then they need to use your brakes, right? In other words, they need to control their entry speed sooner so they can have those appropriate standards. The report card then becomes how much neutral throttle do you have? That's, we're, we're gonna get into that in just a little bit as well. So that's really it. 
it's, am I adding lean angle to the slow point? Am I taking away lean angle to my slow point? Am I on my apex? Those, again, those are the standards that we're going to look at. The big report card for this is how much neutral throttle do you have? So let's, let's just say, let's just say, right? I'm going to, again, take kind of an extreme example. We've got this corner. We're going to use the same 80 mile an hour type of a corner. And the BMW rider comes through and he's on his apex. He's on his apex. He adds lean angle appropriately, takes away lean angle appropriately. Awesome start. Fantastic start. But then he looks at it and he goes, yeah, but I roll off the throttle so early that I'm basically, you know, coasting for three or four seconds, two seconds, whatever it may be. And, you know, that's, again, that's not the efficiency that we want. So great. He goes in there a little bit deeper next time. Still no brakes. Goes in there deeper next time. Still no brakes. And he makes it great. And now he's got, say, one second of neutral throttle. But he still has those standards. So now he accelerates longer into this corner. And he rolls off the throttle. Goes back to the throttle. Oh, he just missed his apex. Right? Or now he's adding lean angle after the apex. You need brakes. So realize those are the standards that, that we're taking a look at. There's also a little bit of a nuance here as well. And I'm going to talk about this uh, in some certain circumstances um, when it comes to some of these bikes. Let's say that we have a, a decreasing radius um, type of an exit corner. Maybe it's a longer radius corner. Maybe it's a 180. And we've got a rider, say, on a 600. And a rider on a 600 comes into the corner. He's accelerated a little bit into this corner because it's, it's, it's more of a big 180, but, but our, our um, exit decreases, right? Decreases radius. The rider on the 600, because the bike's weight and the bike's force, maybe he gets in there and he rolls off the throttle. The bike tightens its direction. He goes back to the throttle, accelerates off, essentially has no neutral throttle. The same rider on a 1000 goes into the same corner, but because as he's gotten into the corner, right, the bike's faster, right? So his throttle opening might be, I don't know, two or three more miles an hour. But because the bike weighs more and because of the speed, he may need brakes for that situation and the 600 rider doesn't. But again, we're still using the same standards. Is he on the apex, right? Did he add lean angle to the slowest point, take away lean angle from the slowest point? So in cases like that, the bigger, heavier bike, because it's coming in with a little bit more speed and more, for and more force, and it has heavier mass, you might need brakes for that situation. But our report cards are still the same. So that's how we take a look at it. I don't think this one needs more explaining than that. Again, the, the big overview with this, right? The big summary for this is, how do I know if I need brakes for a corner? First of all is, we have to look at why our brakes are used. Second one is, is you have to take a look at your application of the brakes. Are you going to the brakes when you're scared? Are you using them for the proper speed and direction? And then the big report card for all of this is when we look at that is how much neutral throttle do you have? Are you, again, are you overslowing? Um, where are you releasing the brake or however it may be? The smaller bikes are, are you adding lean angle to the slow point, taking away from the slow point? Are you on your apex? So, Let's make sure instructors, let's make sure apexes are the big report card, right? How we're getting to, how we're getting to and from them and how we're getting to our exit apex. 
and how we're adding and taking away, yeah, how we're adding and taking away lean angle as well. And then we start taking a look at the neutral throttle situation. So honestly, that's really about it. We don't need to beat this one up more than that. And this will start to tell you, how do I know if I need brakes, uh, brakes for a corner? And then you can start to map that out. Let's make sure we're not comparing your speed and your skill level to inappropriate references. Let's make sure we're doing it for your references. Uh, and that's certainly going to make this things a lot easier as well. So there you go. Copyright 2019, Ken Hill Coaching, all rights reserved.